drumroll, please. Well, welcome everybody to episode 22 of the ADV podcast. And we have a very important episode today. We've got some breaking news for you and we've got a lot to talk about. It's incredibly interesting, these new developments in China. So, I want to first congratulate you on your greatest achievement of all time, something all right. we just discovered. I have been blocked by Li Jinjiao, which is, you know, he's the, the mouthpiece. The foreign minister mouthpiece. Yes. Uh, he said some batshit crazy things. Yeah. Just re- He's the one that started the whole, like, U.S. conspiracy theory and solidified it as party rhetoric. Yeah. It's kind of weird because I actually, I didn't know, I, I've never really gone to his Twitter page, but today when we were trying to find his posts, um, I just went to his Twitter page and found out that I was blocked. Nice. Um, I think it's really hilarious because that means we are officially on the radar of the CCP. Yeah. He's like top dog. Yeah, totally. So anyway, um, we're going to move directly to our first segment, which of course is what's new. And this is what's new with regards to China. Breaking news. Breaking news. So uh, let's actually just bring that up. Yeah. Um, Something that's very important for everybody to know right now. Um, And something that reflects the, the more wider audience or the wider idea um, hang on, we got to get past this. Where's our, where's our nice little, um, there we go. That's what I'm looking for. Whoops. There we are. Uh, something that reflects the sort of wider attitude towards foreigners right now in China is the fact that China is now, from the 28th of March, going to ban the entry of all foreigners into China. Right. Now that, do, do you understand the magnitude of this? It's every foreigner. It doesn't matter if you have residency doesn't matter if you have a valid visa doesn't matter if you have a chinese wife or chinese family you will not be allowed to enter unless you are a true-blooded yellow skin chinese id holding chinese person and by the way that's not racist that's actually what they that's the what language they, say. they use in yes chinese. absolutely um so we got the uh minister of foreign affairs people's republic of china notice uh, i got mm-hmm. it on wechat in the, chi- the chinese version first and then i got a million messages from foreign friends yeah uh should we read it yeah well I, I guess we can just go go through the gist of this and maybe what's led up to this okay you made us um, disappear yeah i did make us you want us to come back there we are okay hey. um basically the gist of this is you're not allowed in. Mm. Simple. Mm. And there are no exceptions. All the visa-free travel things they have recently, only very recently implemented into places like Hainan, or, you know, if you're stopping off in Shanghai, you can get a, what is it, a 144-hour thing mm. where you can go in. That's all canceled. Mm-hmm. They say it's temporary, but I think it's important for us to see this for what it is. Sure. It is damage control for mm-hmm. the Chinese Communist Party. Um People coming back into China have been seen as the new, or they've been portrayed as the new carriers of the Mm, disease. mm -hmm. And I just read an article today that actually said that 90% of the people that are testing positive that have come back are Chinese nationalists. Mm, That would make sense. Students, you know, obviously students. Not nationalists. Nationals. (laughs) Sorry, nationals. Yeah. They're coming back. um, And it's only 10% of the people coming back into China uh, are foreigners. Mm. You know? So the thing is that it doesn't make sense, but they're like, well, it's still foreigners that are bringing this in, so we're going to shut it all down. So even by their own wording, it's incorrect what they're doing. Sure. But let's go back to um, our friend who has blocked me, the Li, Li Shimajal. I wanted to Shimajal. point out a clear difference uh, between the yeah, ban. Please. So when, they, when the U.S. I believe it was January 31st, when they uh, banned Chinese nationals from coming in, yes. um, it didn't 
pertain to people that were married to U.S. citizens. Yeah, of course. Green card. So like, if this you, is different. If you have a green card, but now you have to understand that now if you are a foreign national, even if you have that, and I'm, I'm talking about not Chinese, like, yes, so you're yeah. a foreign national, and you have that so-called Chinese green card, you still won't be allowed in. Right. Even if you have a permanent residence yeah, you status, you are not allowed in. And like I said, if let's just say, for instance, you went on a vacation or you had to go for work outside of China right now, and your wife and child are in China, you would not be allowed back in to see your wife and child. If you had invested in a lot of property, if you have a factory, anything like that, you're not allowed into China. No. Just no. You're not Chinese. You're not coming in. The This is state-sponsored xenophobia. You know, it's nothing else. Right. And it's it's a way for them to calm the populace because right now... They've let this rhetoric get out of hand that it's foreigners bringing in the virus. Right. And so now the entire country is worried that, oh, no, you're letting foreigners in. So I guess this is the only way that they can actually stop it. Now, the reason we brought up all these tweets from our friend that blocked you mm -hmm. was because I want you to look at the date here. This is February 2nd. No need for overreaction and panic. Wuhan, uh, That's he, what, this is what he called it. Wuhan, Wuhan novel, novel coronavirus. You did it, CCP. You're the one that named this whole thing. Yeah. So you can't say that everyone else in the world is not allowed to call it based on its location. Yeah. Okay. So we have a couple of these things that we just dug up. So this is a, this is a beautiful one. Uh, Wang Yi said... WHO has made it clear that it does not recommend measures to restrict international trade and travel. I believe that Malaysia will continue to look at the epidemic situation in an objective and rational manner and firmly support the efforts made by the Chinese side. This is February 1st, okay? Yeah. So, you know, let's see what, what else he, this, this little guy here. has up his sleeve. Um, I know you were harvesting these because yes. I couldn't, you know. This is also February 1st. Uh, the WHO did not recommend uh, restrictions, and he's talking about Turkey now. So he's saying, good good on you, Turkey. You're not blocking uh, yeah. travel and trade. Yeah, exactly. But again, we don't want any travel restrictions, you know. Okay, so let's see what, what he's got coming next. This is January 31st uh, when the U.S. did the travel ban. Yeah, the U.S. said we're going to restrict travel from China except for U.S. citizens. Right. Okay. Travel restrictions and quarantine efforts by the U.S. was criticized as an overreach. Look at where we are now. This is exactly what the WHO warned against. And now I wish I could play the Curb Your Enthusiasm music <laughs> yeah. because look at what is happening. Now. I would like to point something out here, by the way. When the U.S. put those restrictions in place, it was people traveling from China, not Chinese people. No, no, it's nothing to do so with race. So if you were a Chinese person, and you can be a mainland Chinese person, it doesn't matter, but you're flying in from, say, Singapore. Yeah, it's not blocking yeah, you. Yeah, they don't block you. You can come in, no problem. Oh. If you're a Chinese person flying in from Africa or Europe or any other place in the world, it's okay. Mm. They put the ban against Chinese people flying in from mainland China, which was the epicenter right. of the viral outbreak. So it wasn't a race thing. No. It was a location thing which mm. makes total sense but in china it's a race thing it's a you are not chinese you are not come inside you you're know? a Ligoran, an exactly. outside country person it's uh yeah so you want to see real racism you got to look to what china's doing let's uh, see what else this guy had to say anything else interesting um Find I don't out think we'll so. Find we'll out. find out in this find bag out. of tricks. Okay. okay, we'll go back to this. Now, mm. I got a lot of messages from people. It's actually going to tie in our Guanxi corner later. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are spazzing out because what happened was mm -hmm. a lot of people went to the... We disappeared. Yeah, because this is important. What's oh, on okay, the screen, cool. people can read it. Yeah. Fair enough. So a lot of people had gone uh, or had been evacuated from China 
back to America. Yes. Back to their home countries. Then China says it's under control, and they probably a lot of them probably came with their wives, right? Right. So their wives, a lot of the Chinese national wives and、mm-hmm. husbands, are like, well, now the U.S. is not a safe place to be. Yeah. We need to go back home now. So like, all right. So they follow their wife, right? Yes. And they wait. They're getting all their stuff in order, and then bam! Now their wives can go home.、Yeah. Their husbands can go home. That's fine. But they can't go back. They can't get their stuff out of their apartments. Yeah. They lost. They're going to lose their jobs. Obviously, they're not going to. Yeah, like people, English teachers, and so on that were supposed to go back, or people who have just signed contracts. Right. They're not allowed to go in. And they, I just can't. Oh, I, I can't. Oh, understate, overstate how important it is、um, to say that these people are. Literally blindsided and shocked、yes. about what's happened. No one, there's no warning of this. Sure, we have predicted in the past that there are inklings of a boxer rebellion type scenario. Sure, that we think is happening right now. So a lot of the foreigners that are currently in China, I give a general warning to you: keep your head down, keep your head low right now, because、yes. if this kind of xenophobia is state sponsored, yes, it will rile up that mob mentality you see when they have the anti-Japan protests、sure. and they're punching people and flipping cars and all that kind of stuff.、Yeah. Be careful. Be yeah, very just, careful. Just be super careful. I mean, let's read through some of these points here.、Sure. Okay. The, this, by the way, we got this article from the Beijinger,、mm. you know, which is a news site,、mm. uh, one of the many that we use as a source. But anyway, and the Beijingers usually leans more towards、um, the side of the Chinese government. Yeah. You know,、so、in most of their articles.、Afloat. Yeah, because they have to. <laughs> otherwise, they get shut down. Okay, so、um, a few things to note: this policy applies to people who currently hold valid visas. So even if you have a valid visa, you will be not denied entry. I I want to again stress just how this affects everyone because I have、uh, a subscriber from Spain who sent me a message. I have a subscriber from South Africa who、mm. sent me a message, and I have a subscriber from Australia who sent me a message all this morning. Well, after this broke, after having talked to their bosses, and their bosses are like, "You're not going to be able to come in." So this is not. About like retaliation to the USA or anything. No, this no. is the entire world is not、right. allowed to go into China right now. Okay, even if you have a valid visa. So you go through the health. You know when you get a visa, work visa, whatever, you have to go through a health check.、Mm. They have your health check. You have your paperwork. It's you your really, work, it's a really, really big process. So you're all set, but you're still not going to be allowed in. No. Okay. Um, the new policy will go into effect at midnight on Saturday, March twenty-eight, just twenty-four hours from the time of publication. So you know they basically didn't give any warning.、Mm. They obviously wanted to leave it to the last minute so that people didn't try to go in. Right. You know. Right.、Um, let's see.、Uh, this only applies to incoming travelers. Outbound travelers will still be permitted to exit the country for now. Although outbound flights are extremely limited, obviously they're going to let you out, but they won't let you back in. So bear in mind, all of you guys who pop out to Hong Kong or Macau or anything like that, that's also going to be a non-return situation.、Mm. So just bear that in mind. Anyway, it's a whole bunch of crap, but this is what we're facing right now: is a ban against foreigners. And the most important thing to point out is the the tweets and the the party rhetoric that came out about the U.S. is immoral, it's racist, you're not allowing Chinese people, which is not true at all. No. And now they go and blanket ban every foreigner in the entire world. Yeah, and the really, really interesting thing about this is, is not really going to play well into the narrative that foreigners are spreading the second wave of coronavirus in China. Because if they've blocked them, then they、right. can't blame that anymore. <laughs> yeah, unless,、so、unless they want to blame it that foreigners are like somehow sneaking it in or something. My theory is that they're going to start blaming the traitor Chinese that went to other countries and then came back. You know what I mean? You should have stuck it out here. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's very possible. I mean, look. There are a couple of words that we've heard a lot of during this whole thing.、Uh, I just want to pull them up here, just、yep. make sure that I'm not making a mistake here.、Um, 
First of all, when other countries were proposing stopping people coming from mainland China that weren't, right. you know, like citizens, etc., it was called racist, uncalled for, um, offends the Chinese people. WHO even said it. Yeah, hurts the feelings of the Chinese people. And yet when China does something far worse, mm. which is by... Much more intense. Orders of magnitude mm. worse. This is literally no one comes in. Mm. Doesn't matter. You could be like the most healthy, most you know awesome person who's done the most work to help China and you're the head of a charity that helps children. It doesn't matter who you are. You're not coming in because you're a stinking foreigner. We have to see it for what it is. And all of that crap, that rhetoric about, oh, you're hurting the feelings of the Chinese people, you're racist, it's uncalled for, that is now null and void. Mm. We can ignore that now. That, that has no basis in this current reality. No. Just wanted to put that out there. I fully agree with you. Okay, so that's kind of what's new. Anything else you want to add to that? Because it is pretty This is very alarming. Out. Like, it's... I can't believe how alarming that is. Exactly. Uh, exactly. exactly. Um, so let's do some uh, super chats. Okay, we'll do some super chats before we move on to, um, of course, our main part of the show. So. By the way, thank you for noticing my haircut. I see in the chat. Uh, my wife did it. it. Took took her two hours. I think she butchered the sign a little bit. But, Certainly uh, better than what it. it was, dude. It was better than what it was. Yeah, one well, absolutely agree with you. <laughs> uh, Zachary C has a message retracted. I appreciate that. Poignant. Uh, thank you <laughs> thank you very much no, but thanks mate yeah Anthony St. Uh, Hilaire 420 with a 420 donation <laughs> nice nice uh, Dion Chapman expanding on the Laowai uh, Wuhan Viral Institute job I think they infected uh, some animals with COVID-19 and sent them to be destroyed but someone decided to make some extra cat and sold cash make some extra cats cash <laughs> and sold them at the wet market uh, Dion I am covering that on Wednesday I made a pretty big breakthrough don't want to sure. spoil the broth too much yep. right now stick around if you want more on that uh, developments on that conspiracy theory um, right well I'm not going to cover a conspiracy then. I'm just going to cover the reality the reality yeah. yes so it's actually going to change it from a conspiracy to a reality right but it might good. not be that very one yeah. uh, Matthew DeJong thank you uh, keep up the good work guys how are China's economic bubbles going to react to the economic slow slowdowns with the middle class ever recover um, it's, it's damaging it's an interesting situation at the moment because you know I've been keeping track on how the Chinese stock market has been mm. reacting because my both of my parents-in-law your parents-in-law mm -hmm. too they, every, every single day when the Chinese stock market opens it's kind of around dinner time mm. so we'll be eating or something and it's like oh it's time and my father-in-law whips, whips out his laptop. phone he, he does it on his phone oh, okay. and he has a piece of paper and he's writing down all the stats and the way you can tell in the Chinese stock market if things are going well is it's all red mm. so if if something's doing well it'll come up in red it's opposite it to looks us alarming, it yeah. looks terrible <laughs> and when you see it in green means it's bad right so you know a couple of uh, weeks ago, um, when China kind of finally reopened its stock market, everything was green. His whole phone was green, and he was like, they You were, look at it, were, you're like, Money. No. Yeah, no, no, they were panicking. But now, every day, it's all red, and it keeps going up. Because what the Chinese government is doing is, in order to stop panic, and obviously they don't want the people to lose confidence in the economy and stuff, is they're injecting massive amounts of cash mm. right now into the stock market and into local businesses and things. It's unsustainable, but they're going to keep. Yeah, they're going to keep doing it. You're so, going to see massive inflation, obviously. We'll see, and you know, let's be fair. I think the rest of the world is going to follow suit. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, but to the level that China's doing it, it's, it's insane because yeah, it's, it's trying to preserve social order rather than actually be honest, right? Correct. Correct. So, anyway, I'll do one more and then. We'll okay, one more. 
Uh, sending my support from Seattle weekly videos are great for self-quarantine. I feel people in the USA are seeing the CPC for what they are. I, ho I certainly hope so. And thank you for self-quarantining. It yeah. looks like around Long Beach in the greater LA area when we've gone out for drives, yeah. people are being pretty good about it. Yeah, from social, social distancing. Mm. You still see people going out for jogs and walking their dogs and mm. stuff, but when they come near each other, they kind of cross the street. Or it's good. Keep, yeah, it's nice to see. It is good. And also things like the... Um, uh, people with the, that are delivering things, they're wearing gloves and masks and mm. stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's really good, good. It's good to see that. Yeah. I got a, a little bit of flack for teaching people how to disinfect your goods after they're delivered. I'm still going to stick to that. I think it's a good idea to use disinfectant on your delivered goods. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? I think they think it's overkill or something. No, 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 no. You know, no. it's overkill is the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Let's um, move on. Move on. Um, we're going to move on to our next part, which, of course, is the main part of the show, which is Soft Power Hour. And I'm just going to have to pull up a clip here for you guys. Um, you know, there's this, uh, this issue <laughs> where what we talk about and what the mainstream media talks about is always, you know, on a different page. Mm. Let's put it that way. However, Sky, Sky News Australia released a, um, a little clip last week, which quite frankly shocked me mm. because of its accuracy. Mm -mm. And I'd like to play this clip. It is a, it's a couple minutes long. It's about two minutes long. Mm -hmm. And I would like everybody, please, to just watch this, and then we're going to discuss it afterwards. The audio is pretty low on it, so you might want to jack it up. Okay, I will. Uh, hopefully, let's, if, if the audio sounds terrible, please, everybody let us know. Um, everything seems good. All right, we're going to roll the clip. So let's head on over but to first, the video. I want to talk about China's culpability and conduct throughout the coronavirus crisis that began in a Wuhan wet market. The Chinese communist regime not only lied, destroyed evidence and allowed the virus to spread, but it arrested doctors who back in December tried to warn the world about what was happening in Wuhan. Some of the whistleblowers arrested and accused of fabricating, disseminating and spreading rumours have since died. Other domestic critics, from a property tycoon to video bloggers, have vanished. China is not a regime that tolerates dissent. China's initial cover-up included destroying lab samples that established in December the cause of unexplained viral infections in the Hubei province. How many lives would have been saved if China had listened to experts instead of silencing them? A study by the University of Southampton suggests China could have prevented 95% of infections if it had implemented tough measures just three weeks earlier. But the regime only took decisive action to contain the virus around four weeks after arresting doctors and other whistleblowers. What's just as shocking is the World Health Organization's complicity in this global pandemic. From the start, the WHO has uncritically praised China's response and pushed its preferred narratives while ignoring the regime's dishonesty and recklessness. In mid-January, the World Health Organization told the world that preliminary investigations conducted by the Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence of human-to-human -human transmissions. It refused to declare a pandemic until March 11, and as late as February, it was parroting China in criticising travel restrictions. 
Don't forget that when Scott Morrison and Donald Trump implemented travel bans against China in late January, they did so against WHO advice. In fact, the WHO chief said travel bans would unnecessarily interfere with international travel and trade and could have the effect of increasing fear and <coughs> stigma with little public health benefit. We now know just how wrong he was, with immunologists and other medical experts saying the decision to close borders was crucial in slowing the spread of the disease. How many other countries would have closed their borders if the WHO had encouraged bans instead of condemning them? How many more would be spared loss and suffering if the WHO did its job and investigated what Taiwan authorities and whistleblower doctors working at the coalface were saying instead of lecturing the world about not referring to the Chinese origins of the disease. The origins of the disease are important and if we want to stop the next pandemic we must hold China's feet to the fire and ensure they take meaningful measures to mitigate the risks of another global catastrophe. COVID-19 or Wuhan coronavirus is not the first pandemic to originate from a Chinese wet market. SARS and bird flu also originated from wet markets where livestock, sea life and wild exotic animals are kept in and killed in horrific conditions. Uh, we know just how hideously cruel and destructive these markets are, but they're also dangerous in spreading disease. China pledged to crack down on illegal wildlife markets after the SARS epidemic of 2002 to 2004, but it has soon relaxed enforcement of those laws. The Chinese communist regime has, through its ineptitude, dishonesty and negligence, unleashed a virus that will leave tens of thousands dead and likely cause a global recession. We must not allow this totalitarian regime to rewrite history. China spends billions, yes, billions on its foreign propaganda efforts. And sadly, it now has much of the US media regurgitating its narratives free of charge. Let's get one thing straight. You would have to be a certifiable moron to see criticism of the Chinese government or acknowledgement of the origins of this virus as racist. I, I first of all, I don't normally see such strongly worded reports. Oh, I want to ask you: Do you think this brilliant lady quoted you? I think it's very possible. Wow! I mean, I have said that exact same yeah. thing. In fact, I think I said it on the podcast. You what, did? like last week or the week before. Is she watching us? Well, shout I mean, out to her if she's watching. Absolutely, us. big shout out here from the ADV China slash ADV podcast team. But I am so pleased to see that it was brilliant because. Honestly, I've lost faith in society because when I look around, I see a society that's weak and weak to the point that while being beaten up, praise the bully. Right. So to see someone fight back, especially from Australia, because, you know, Australia belongs to China. Sure. It's, um, it's risky business. It's saying that. incredibly risky business. So I'm just incredibly pleased to see you know this kind of thing what are your what's your take on the whole thing i just can't stop thinking of that song <laughs> which one no 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 oh come on <laughs> okay sorry yeah uh, my take on this was i thought it was brilliant i was shocked because uh lamestream media as all those people say mm -hmm. lamestream media uh has been covering it with varying degrees of hypocrisy 
So first it started like, okay, we got to blame Wuhan, we got to blame China. Now it's kind of saying, hey, let's not be prejudiced. Let's not be racist now. We have to make sure that we just all band together and don't hurt anyone's feelings. When I saw that, drilling at home Mm -hmm. to the genuine populace with no fear of being uh, called out, it was inspiring. And I was really, really happy to see it. It is inspiring. It's just the truth. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not actually going to leave Australia. We're going to talk a little bit more about Australia in the world news because there's something else very big that's just been uncovered there. Mm. But, but we I, do live in a society. Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> I'm, I'm very pleased and I do think, I really do think that it's time the whole world does hold China's feet to the fire and be like, you look, look, we've put up with your shit long enough. Yeah. Especially with the, uh, you know, the pandemics. Mm. Because both you and me know how relaxed things get in China. It's a very reactionary system. So when you have something like this happen, immediately they will react to it. They'll try to like ignore it for as long as possible and sweep it under the rug. And that's with everything. Um, and I like to use this as an example, street vendors selling I was food. just going to say that, yeah. We use that all yeah. the time. But it's, but just it's so true because we've seen it so many times. So um, what will happen is you'll have a, a street and it's quite popular. It'll be full of street food at it's night. Cool. And it's not actually, I like it, but it gets crowded. And mm. it, obviously it blocks traffic. It's and ruckus. It's, it's a fire hazard because they're like frying things right next to buildings and whatever else, you know. And so it gets to a point where it just takes the piss. Mm. Okay. And so people can't drive through there and stuff. Then all of a sudden the Chengguan, which is the urban management people, will come in, just swoop in and beat people up and Old confiscate ladies. all their crap. Okay. Mm. And so there's a big reaction to something and they're very efficient mm. when they want to be and they'll wipe out the problem. And then you wait a week or two, maybe three weeks and they start creeping back and they start to bring their stalls out again and then it's ignored again for like a whole year until it gets completely out of hand and they recycle. So, so we the, have the issue yeah. with this is that mm-hmm. when you look at mainstream media they praise very concerted efforts because, like you said, you're absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on when you say it's efficient. Yes. When they crack down on something, it is wiped out and eradicated immediately. Yeah. However, that is what makes this whole thing come into the forefront of mainstream media. So they'll be like, look at this effort. Look at this effort. Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. We can never do that here with all this red tape and freedom that we have. Yeah. But they ignore the fact that after this, it goes back to normal and chaos. Yes, exactly. China's very chaotic, mm-hmm. very chaotic country. So what will happen is, for instance, we can actually just use the, the entire SARS thing from yeah, 2003, yeah. 2004. Again, they tried to cover it up and it got outed when a doctor went to Hong Kong for a wedding and infected a whole bunch of people and died there. And then they're like, there's, there's something going on. And then they figured it out. And, you know, oh, it comes from mainland China. It comes from a wet market. They figured it all out. And after that, the Chinese government pledged to ban, you know, the sale of wildlife, you know, random wildlife. Um, exotic animals and so on and that was their pledge guess what it probably lasted a couple of months and then it's back to business as usual that's how China works and that's why we had bats and snakes and pangolins and who knows what else being sold in the wet market where this latest pandemic has come from now when you look at that mm. ban that was yeah. supposed to happen they just did it again okay we're going to permanently ban uh, the, the sale of exotic animals yeah. they do it how long does it last? Well, that was in 2003, 2004, yes. right? Mm-hmm. 
it was wildly popular to buy uh, exotic animals again. It flourished. Well, I remember seeing like exotic animals and wild animals for sale even in Shenzhen. Downtown Guangzhou. Yeah. Whole back, streets. Back in 2007, right. 2006 when I first got there. So in 2004, they banned it. And then by 2006, you could buy snakes and even like civet cats and whatever else, you know, servals or whatever they're called, random things again in the, in, in the streets of Shenzhen, a first tier city. You know, another thing they said just recently um, after this whole outbreak is that they're going to ban the, the sale of dog meat and eating dogs again in Shenzhen. You know what? I've heard that before. Oh, it's banned. You're not allowed to eat dog. Why is it that they're saying, oh, finally, we're going to we ban walk it? around. It's dog it's, carcasses it, swinging. I mean, that's the, the thing. It's all about face. It's all about, <clears throat> hey, look, we've done it. And, you know, a lot of people, they, they take it at face value because you're kind of used to in the Western world if they say, hey, we're going to ban the sale of uh, cigarettes to children, to minors. And it's banned. It's banned. It doesn't come back. But in China, they ban something as a kind of a, look, we did something. Right. Look at us. We did it. And then everyone's like, oh, okay. And then they, they There's forget no about it. There's no management. Yeah. Then they, then they forget about it. And then it creeps back. It's the whole banquet scenario. They go yeah. celebrate some massive development they have. They have Baijiu and this huge yeah. elaborate dinner because that's... When that's documented, the photos are taken, it goes to the newspapers. That's it. It's done after that. Yeah. You already won. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to bring that to the current ban. Okay, you guys said, I'm talking to the CCP right now again. I always do this. Mm -hmm. You guys banned it. Then it flourished. Now you permabanned it forever, apparently. Why are you promoting bear bile as a treatment for coronavirus? Yeah, thing? exactly. Why are you state sanctioning rare animal parts mm -hmm. as a part of TCM? That sure. doesn't make any sense to me. And number mm -hmm. two, if you blanket banned it, why can I go buy exotic animals online right now? Sure. It just went to the internet. Yeah. You know? That's the thing. It is. It's, a, it's actually just nonsense. No. It's just there to basically take um, people's eyes off of it. For yeah. Now, you know? Yeah. So that they can avoid scrutiny. Right. Yeah. So I am just happy to see that uh, Australia anyway, Sky News Australia, is growing a pair of balls. Sure. You know? I think if we dug around in some of the other outlets from Germany and America, you'd probably find similar stuff. But mm -hmm. the fact that that was a really top level, like a very popular one, yeah. is very impressive. Because you're looking at New York Times and Fox, even Fox News and stuff. There's some criticism there from mm -hmm. their like opinion pieces. But then you look at their really main pieces and it's just this fluff, pro, almost pro-China stuff. Yeah. Well, one thing I do like about this is, you know, unfortunately, the news in America, you know, you kind of have extremes both on each side. Fox News is kind of for the conservatives and mm. and uh, the others, all the others are for the um, liberals. So you kind of have one of the other. There's nothing really in the middle that I can see. Well, there right is. There. It's just not. It's, it's not, not very. But what are you going to say about Sky News Australia? It's Australia. It's not even America. So, you know, right. immediately the arguments that people would normally put forth. Oh, it's just, you know, Typical. racist. Or yeah, it's just yeah, this yeah. or it's just that. It's like it's Australia. And, you know, the presenter is not white. What are you going to say? I think we have a winner on our hands. That's when you have na your national interests for your national citizens, yes. not based on race. Yes. Because like Australia and like my country, it's a melting pot. Everyone's yeah. from everywhere. It doesn't even matter if you're Chinese. I know. That's, right? what, that's what's beautiful about places like Australia and America is that it isn't all about race. It's mm. about the citizenship. You can try to make it about race, but yeah. you're just talking shit. Absolutely. Anyway, it's time for us to answer some super chats, sure. and then we're going to move on to our next segment. Pop my, pop my glasses on here. Yeah. All right. Um, being blocked is a badge of honor, says Luke. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. I didn't even do anything to get blocked. I think he just I, preemptively blocked no, me. No, I think what happens is a lot of people that see the bullshit that mm -hmm. these uh, state-sponsored people tweet, they at us, at them. 
Okay. So if they keep getting inundated with like serpents that day, he's gonna be like f off. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. It's fine. I do. I do rub people up the wrong way. I know that. I mean, you didn't talk to him. No, but <laughs> it's probably what's this guy wearing a cheap suit? Right. What is that ZZ Top <laughs> yeah. song or something? That's sharp dressed man. That's sharp dressed man. That's awesome. That's your theme yeah. song, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, mm. sorry, it's just Snapdragon back down. You know how it does that. Yeah. Uh, okay uh cesaro jpn still wondering if you're gonna get that taiwanese beer sponsorship they never answer my email yeah and i you know what i could really go for some taiwanese beer right talk about it we're too fat yeah we're freaking fat it doesn't matter um again we just have to own it though i'm saying again i would like to point out that uh for instance taiwan is a fan is fantastic the way that they have responded to this this viral outbreak is amazing and i really do think the rest of the world should be looking at Taiwan and Singapore for guidance. Because if you look at the way that they dealt with this from the beginning and the lack of infections that they have at the moment, it's outstanding. You know, we've got all the, these European countries and America all panicking and don't know what to do and everyone's doom and gloom. Look at Taiwan. Now, Taiwan is... Number one. Absolutely, when it comes to the dealing with this kind of thing. Um, they come from the same sort of culture and background as mainland china they have the same diets language yeah and language and everything and yet they have managed to avoid a massive breakout from the get-go so please take a look at how taiwan i'm talking to any leaders out there who perhaps are wondering what to do or even you at home Mm. you can look at how taiwan has dealt with it because it's a very densely packed island Mm. with a lot of people and Mm. a lot of potential to spread way more than in the u.s Mm. But look how they managed to basically quash more, this. I would even argue even more so than mainland China. Yeah. There's much so, less land. Yeah. And it's all about wearing masks. Mm. It's all about social distancing. It's all about testing. It's all about looking out for each other. Go and look at Taiwan as a fantastic example of how to beat this thing. Not China. No, no. China keeps delivering these They tests. just keep banging their own drum and yeah. they say chui <laughs> nyo, right. which basically means to brag. Right. It means blow cow. Blow cow. Because it's, you know, those cows they have, it's like a chui nyo. So it's like, yeah, no, yeah, not that kind of blood. <laughs> wow, okay. Mind gutter. Okay. But, you know, they, they have something called a shuenio, which is this big, mm. big sort of impressive ox. That it's, a they water use. it's a water buffalo that they use to like plow the fields mm. and stuff. And so when the, the ox does that whole like thing, mm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. That's like blow. Yeah. It's like showing off. It's like, right. hey, I'm powerful or something. Right. So that, that's that's the language. You're blowing a cow. You're definitely not showing off. <laughs> no. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Next. Mm-hmm. Philip B, thanks for getting me and my friends ahead of the pandemic. Absolutely. Pleasure. Love to hear it every day. Uh, Absolute pleasure. I'm yes. glad that some of us were able to prepare because even now um, it's just risky to go out. Even if you go to these self-delivery things or pick up delivery or whatever, you still have to interact with people and mm. you don't know the person, the packer, the person carrying it to your car. You actually don't know if they're infected. Or I not. want to defend ourselves a little bit. I saw in the chat, mm-hmm. um, Dion pointed this out on a bunch of other people as well. He said, why, like, why the hell are you driving around? We yeah. are not driving around to a location. No. We are driving around to see what, what the situation is on the ground and then going back home. We're not see, getting out of the car. The beauty of you know, driving in your car is, first of all, mm. you get into your car that's inside your attached garage. Mm. All right, it's your own little space that you can keep you know, clean. You drive down the street. The nature of being inside a car keeps you away from other people. And on the streets, people aren't walking in the middle of the road. Licking your window. No. You drive out. You can see what's going on. 
it's a good way to get out of the house if mm. you need to go for just a drive and you can drive up into the mountains mm-hmm. or something just to get away from it all. Yeah. It doesn't mean you get out of the car. Sure. And then you turn around, you come back. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I'll do one more. Neon sure. Noir. Uh, thoughts on how the uh, North Korea is handling this. Uh, Western media claim that they are executing people for having the disease. We will never know. No. We will never know. Absolutely not. <laughs> Unless we have some like weirdo. I know North Korea is film. one of the first countries to just completely block any anyone going you in. You know why? If one person got it, the whole country's dead. Yeah, they have no probably. no medical care system. Really. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, cool. What's next? Um, I guess I'll do one more. There's tons. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our uh, our Norwegian friend, sixty nine, sixty nine. Nice. 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 North haircut, Korean signal. Coronas. <laughs> North Korean coronas. <laughs> <laughs> Don't disarm Norwegian no, knocks. No. Yeah, <laughs> Don't sure. knock it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, nice haircut scene though. Here in Norway, all of barbershops and hair salons are closed. Hey, how is it in the US? Absolutely. Um, only essential businesses are open. You know what's bullshit? What? Do you know GameStop is saying that they're essential business? Yeah, but they're not. They They were trying to stay open. But they're not anymore. I know, but they were open longer than other stuff that was shut down earlier. Dude, I'm sorry to say, but I think it is an essential business. Think, no, think you about can buy everything online. I suppose so. You know what's the point? What I hate what physical. If, what if you don't have a, a console? You need to go emergency buy a console. Buy it online. Yeah, I suppose so. Why you, do you, you physically do need to? You do have a point. Anyway. Anyway, let's move on to our next segment, which is actually moot. Guanxi Corner is where we talk about relationships, um, and the Guanxi Corner that we received this week. Uh, was a guy basically asking us if it was a good idea for him to go to China because he has a contract and he was wondering if he should take the risk to go back to China. Well, I'm sorry, you just can't now. Mm. So that kind of puts that whole segment out. Did we have right, any but, others? No, but that was up? the last. I mean, that was the last one that we had. Yeah. I have. I had another one. Oh, you do have another one. Yeah. Fantastic. Please go ahead. So this guy, um, he is spazzing out. Mm-hmm. I believe he lives. He was living in Beijing. I'm not going to read it. I'll just give the gist. He's living in Beijing. Yeah. And he left and went back to North Carolina, mm-hmm. right? All his, every single possession he has, every single possession he has is still in Beijing because he thought he was going to come right back. Right. And he's like, what the, what's your advice? What the hell do I do? Let it go. You gotta. Yeah. Frozen that. <laughs> you know? I hate to say it, but you know. It sucks. I've been in a, well, a, a number of times I've had to reinvent my life. You know, when I left South Africa in the beginning in 2006, uh, finally to go to China. Um, obviously all my possessions, furniture, TVs, cars, mm, everything, I just I had, had to, let, to it let it go, you know, yeah. and you go start a new life and you kind of build your life up. And I'll be honest with you. One of the things that I hated the most about living in China for all those years is, was the instability mm. because you never knew what would come up next year with the new visa rules. They were changing them. They changed them all the time anyway. And even if they don't change them, they might ask you to resubmit documents and then you have to go, you know, back to your home country or contact your home country to send you new documents. And it's a big thing, especially when you're dealing with the South African government, which is incredibly uh, inefficient. Was, so we were having barbecue one time. Yeah. Barbecue on the street with some yeah. beers. Yeah. And uh, you had to get, I believe you had to get a replacement passport. Mm-hmm. I remember two months before that, I got mine within days yeah. within days and you're like are you kidding me and you yeah. show me this email or something they're like it's at least six months yeah it took six <laughs> months for me to get my new passport so you know when they change some kind of visa law 
um, it would throw my life into turmoil because I don't know if, first of all, I can get all the documents mm. in time or if they're going to suddenly say, oh, now, you you know, South Africans are no longer... Because they did actually take South Africans off the list of native English speakers. Yeah. So if you were teaching English, you would not be able to get your new, um, you know, work visa and things for, like that. For teaching. Some, yeah. yeah, for teaching yeah. at one point. And all this kind of crap. So I was never allowed to, or I never allowed myself to buy anything big, like a nice big 4K TV, which I always wanted my entire time there. I had to just keep a small crappy one because I knew what happens if tomorrow, next month, or at the end of the year, I can't stay. I can't take any of this stuff with me. No. Is that that's, why you always had shitty stuff? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I, no, seriously. And I, that's why I drove that cheap little Chinese car. Yeah, yeah that's I did, true. I had the option to buy something fancier mm. or more expensive, but why? Because just like what's happened now, I can't go back to get my car. No. I can't go back to get my stuff. It's just there, and it now will go back from whence it came. Back to the soil. Back to the soil of China. <laughs> You know, back to the elements. <laughs> Leak that car battery yeah. into that soil. You know, basically all the e-bikes, all the motorbikes, everything. Think about it. Our bikes. Everything we have is still there. Like still there, but we can't access it. So what's the point? So if that's you with all your possessions in Beijing, I think it's time for you to just let it go. And this, they say this the whole ban of foreigners is temporary. But let's be honest. It's not going to be a short amount of temporary because the whole reason they're doing this is they say... It's unsafe for Chinese citizens to allow foreigners back in. I wish I had some tinfoil because I want to put a hat on. Yeah. Just to preface this, I think this is the start of something much bigger. Yeah, very Almost possible. like testing the waters to see what they can do with less foreigners in China. Yeah, it's, I know? mean, they kicked out the foreign journalists, you know, they're not allowing foreigners in. You know, it's funny knows? is they tested that huge thing uh, for public opinion where they're like, um, they leaked this document and they're like, we want to invite all these people from Latin America, from Eastern Europe, from Africa. Yeah. We don't want Western countries. Sure. We want them to coax them in here. We want them to get married and stay. Mm. And then the public went crazy. Remember we were talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. that? They went absolutely crazy. Saw a lot of racism and xenophobia sure, sure. in the comments. But they had to actually like pull that down because yeah. people got too mad. Sure. It's funny that they're doing this full foreigner ban like right after they tested that out. It's, yeah. It seems short-sighted. I mean, either way, the whole reason that they're banning foreigners is they don't want the disease to spread. So I feel like the well, that's what they say. I feel like the only time that they're going to lift that ban is when there's no trace of the disease anywhere. Sorry, the virus Mm. anywhere around the world, and that could take months and months and months, if not a year. So bear in mind, if your stuff is stuck there, you might be stuck out of China for up to a year. Who knows? Maybe, Maybe, maybe forever. Maybe forever. You know, stay a while, stay forever. (laughs) You know, just. You know what my advice to him is? Mm-hmm. While you're getting over your loss of possessions, yeah. just enjoy being back home for a little while. Get out in nature, you know, mm-hmm. obviously social distance. Get out in nature, go on a hike or something. Uh, feel free. Breathe that air. All that stuff that you don't have in Beijing. Beijing is polluted as hell, dude. Yeah. Breathe that fresh air. It's just nice. don't breathe in virus shells. Don't go up to somebody and start, like, licking them. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, be safe, but yes. Okay. Buckle up. All right. Uh, Go to GameStop, get yourself a console. And then you... <laughs> Stop. Okay, all right. <laughs> Screw you, GameStop. Immoral. Poor, yeah. The poor people working there. Well, not anymore. No, I mean, at that time. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah. Freaking GameStop. All right. Hmm. I, I, you know why I'm, I, not to dwell on this, you know why I'm so pissed off at GameStop? Why? Because, like, back when I was short on cash and I needed to pay gas money and stuff, you yeah. know when you first get a car, you don't have money for gas. Sure. Right? So you go through all your games, and you're like, i got to sell them. But you sell them to GameStop, and they give you, like, what, 1% of what they're worth? Yeah, sure. Like $5 for a $60 game, yeah. Anyway, Anyway. uh, Mel 
Aikwan says Nigerians are being hateful towards Chinese at the moment. Look, Africa and China have a very contentious relationship, yeah. and I think that we're going to see a lot of like sort of backlash because of the way Africa has been exploited by China, and the promises that China has put forth as far as infrastructure and jobs and things just aren't coming to fruition. No. Also, you know, Africa just has a history of not being very satisfied. So just look at history and any mm. any kind of thing that's gone on there always kind of ends up in a in a bit of a mess. So I think we're just going to have to see what happens. Yeah, China's uh, bait and rob initiative. Yes, that's going, that's what we're calling the belt, the belt and road, road the now. bait and rob, yeah. So their bait and rob initiative is really going to backfire especially yeah. when they're not able economically to deliver on these promises right now. Was it recently again the Chinese restaurant um, in Nigeria not allowing yeah, not local allowing Nigerians? Locals, only Chinese only people Chinese? in their own country. I know that happened in Kenya, and I think it happened in Nigeria as well. So that probably is uh, contributing to it. I want people to understand it sounds ridiculous to you, because in your country that would probably be, that would be all over the news. It would be yeah. insane, right? It did get over the and news, it, and they had to did. shut down eventually. It did, but for Chinese people, it's not that big of a stretch of imagination that something should only be for them. You know what I, I mean? Know. You know Man, what I found was quite quite uh quite i guess ironic was in canada um a restaurant had to apologize for putting up a sign saying no chinese allowed and the, the restaurant was a chinese restaurant run by chinese people <laughs> they're so, mainlanders too. yeah right? mainland yeah. chinese they were the ones put up the sign no chinese allowed because they're worried about the you know but did, did you see when the news because you know how in, in a lot of western news they won't actually describe the perpetrator sure so when they put that out like all these people are going apeshit rightfully so I mean, sure. it's pretty annoying it's horrible yeah it's horrible yeah but then when that came out like everyone just shut up yeah then it was like whoops <laughs> yeah anyway it's kind of funny uh ralph says ralph Okay. Thank you, Ralph. By the way, everybody, my uh, Friday video, which I've just finished editing before we did this um, live stream, is up on my Patreon if anyone would like to watch it. And it's yeah. it's a very big one for me to put out. It's called, Is China the Most Racist Country in the World? And of course, it'll be released for everyone else tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. uh, Pacific time. But it's incredibly important for you to watch that mm. if you want to bit more of an insight into what's going on in China right now. It's a good one. With, I watched it. With regards to, you know, the anti-foreign sentiment and the barring of foreigners from entering into supermarkets and karaoke bars and bars and, mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So I've got some videos and uh, a lot of pictures and some very good insight in that video. So please, if you're a patron, check it out. Otherwise, tomorrow morning, I would appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Christina Youngren says, some of the Twitterati are saying that the phrase wet market is racist because it means non-Westerners are dirty. Isn't wet market the name given by Chinese? Yes, yeah, it's from Chinese. Yes, shichang. It's a shichang. Yes, it is a Chinese word. So, so if someone's claiming racist, you're racist because you don't even bother to look yeah, at the Chinese. Yeah, because you can't even you speak dumbass. the language. <laughs> you dumbass. You know, that's why a lot of this uh, stuff goes... Thanks, Christina. You know, like the thing in Kenya or whatever with the restaurants. The reason why a lot of it kind of goes unnoticed is because of the language yeah, barrier. Huge. So you can have a massive sign up in Chinese that says, you know, Burang Waigurin Jinchu or something. And people will just see a bunch of Chinese characters and they're like, oh, what a quaint little restaurant. They don't see the blatant out there, you are not allowed in here because you're a look at, look at these beautiful moon rooms. Yeah, I wonder exactly. what they mean. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Christina. Mm -hmm. uh, one more. Agent Anderson says, my parents are both sick. Dad is going to the hospital in New York. Best oh, to you. I'm so that's sorry. Horrible. Um, oh, and, yeah. and, sorry. Link to Sky News video I would like to share. Can I ask Jesse, uh, Armad, can you... Uh, paste that in there somewhere yeah yeah we'll add it later yeah. into the description um we should move on to our next mm -hmm. thing which is worldview everybody where we talk about everything in the world 
but specifically related to China. And this is again going to take us all the way back to Australia. You love Australia. This has just made big news it's in Australia. Big. It is big. Um, what you're seeing here is a group of employees for a real estate company in Australia uh, showing off all the medical supplies that they have bought up in and around Australia. So during the months of January and February, they were given uh, a mandate from the head of the company who, of course, is this company is heavily tied to the Chinese Communist Party. So we can surmise that it was a directive from you can the look Chinese at the government. Yeah, exactly. That's probably um, the banner style. So they were told to stop all normal operations mm. and to go and source buying in bulk all masks, mm. all protective clothing, all hand sanitizer, disinfectant wipes, you know, all the kind of medical supplies that we need. Yeah. And they were bussing around even to the most rural parts of Australia in these small little towns in groups, going into pharmacies and stuff, buying up every single thing. And it turns out that they shipped, and they're very proud of it, they shipped 3 million face masks, um, a whole bunch of whatever, all the crap that they could get their hands on. Um, and I, I would like to talk about this for a minute because this is where the lines get a bit blurry. Um, because, you know, in a capitalist society, who are you to say... Um, you're not allowed to buy things, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But it's illegal the way they do things, the way things are shipped out. They put it on their own private plane, mm -hmm. company plane, and shipped it back to um, Wuhan, you know, and so on. Now, I'm all for people sending aid and mm -hmm. looking after. Of course, if you have friends and family, people you care about that are in a, a situation and they need and so we medical did for supplies, Chinese people. of course, you send them. But the way this works is they strip the shelves. They fleece the different countries that have these things of everything. They mm. take everything and leave nothing behind. Right. So I know people are going to say, what about all the Americans running around buying toilet paper and whatever? They have that choice to go to their local markets and act like morons and grab toilet paper because it's in their country and it's for them. They're still dumbasses. They're still dumbasses. They're still citizens. But now, and here's something that's that I spoke about already a couple of times before. There are no masks in America. In California, where we live, I drove with my wife, and this was like a month ago, I drove 120 miles radius to small little places, you know, small little CVS and Walgreens and, and Home Depots and stuff, and I could not find a single face mask. They'd all been sold out. They'd all been bought up by um, Daigo, these parallel traders, and hand sanitizers and stuff. They'd all been bought up by these people. Now, we saw one case in America where a guy got called out. He's an Amazon seller, and he drove around Kentucky or whatever, and he bought up all the hand sanitizer he could. Guess what? There was sort of public kickback. Everyone was like, you know what? Screw this guy. Amazon banned him from selling those things online. PayPal blocked his account. He's a little bitch. Yeah. Everybody hates the guy. Look at the reaction to these people hoarding toilet paper. Everyone's like, fuck you. They're yeah. putting on social yeah. media. You piece of shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. everyone hates it. Yeah. And yet we don't say a thing about the Chinese parallel traders that are taking way more mm. and just shipping it to China. Just, mm. hey, there we go. Selling it at a profit. This is completely unacceptable in my view. The reason it's unacceptable is they're taking away things that are 
incredibly important for the local people and leaving nothing behind. Right. And that's why you have a situation where mothers who need infant formula for their children cannot find it in the shops. Mothers and fathers who need to get medical supplies for their children and for their families cannot. You have an elderly person in the home, you want to get them a mask or some kind of personal protection equipment. It's not there because it's been snapped up by China and sent back to China. And this, let's point this out. Yeah. Read this. As the coronavirus took hold in Wuhan earlier this year, staff from the Chinese government-backed global property giant Greenland Group were instructed. So it'd be like if that hoarding guy that you mentioned with all his hand sanitizer and stuff in his garage, if the the government actually made him do that. And and the second developer was also, this is the second one. There's a first one that did it too. Mm. So it's not just one company, right? Right. Uh, You know, 90 tons of medical supplies. Why'd they brag about it? Shouldn't they have kept their yaps shut? Little yappies. Well, I mean, look, they want to score points with the um, the Chinese Communist Party and whatnot. So they obviously, and, and with the Chinese people, say, look at what a good job we're doing. It's kind of like people who brag about doing charity. You know, they're like, oh, mm. I gave money to the starving African children or something. Sure. It's all about getting face. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I just really, really want to, wanted to point that out because I find it disgusting that they are allowed to get away with this completely unscrutinized. Right. Um, when you see somebody in America or somewhere else doing anything similar, they get nailed to the cross. Mm. And yet the Chinese parallel traders and the Chinese companies that are stripping basically the world of all these very important medical supplies um, and depriving local people, uh, they just kind of get let off the hook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, anyway, um, I've been a bit worked up. Let's get on to the questions and answers. Where we answer your questions. No way. Yeah, that's what it's all about. So what have you got for us there, Simo? All right. Uh, Daz Rap says, link to the sky. I already, already said that. Jonathan, thank you. Jeremiah Johnson, good job, boys. I was better prepared and less stressed thanks to your early warning. Mm. I hope there's good news soon about a plan for the ending of this and not tanking econ further. Mine's for diapers, boys. Thank you. Diapers are very expensive. Super important. By the way, I wanted to play not devil's advocate, actually. Yeah. When you said you were driving around, you know, we were both trying to find masks a month ago, right? When you're driving around and you couldn't find any, my point is that even if they're on the shelves now, like let's say they replenish their supply, it's too late. You don't want to go out there to buy them. Sure. Right? There's no reason. You're going to put yourself at risk. So it's too late for that. Well, the the thing is, because there's still such a thriving industry for resale of masks, they're not on the shelves. No. Because what's happening is, at least the, the places I went to, they would say, you know, we're supposed to get new ones in on Wednesday, but they're already sold out before they even hit the shelves. Right, so you've got right. people that are queuing outside the door yeah. at like 5 a.m. That's fucked up too, because know? everyone's could be spreading it to each other. Sure. You know? But I'm, I'm saying the parallel traders are the ones who are sitting there. And in fact, even when we were looking around, and like, I mean, it's just, you can't make this crap up. I drove to... Uh, I can't even remember the place, but it's like a mountain town. It's in the middle of nowhere, right? Literally a redneck place, a couple of hicks hanging around. I monster get, trucks. Yeah, exactly. No, really. There's, exactly. There, there is, oh, there is there monster is trucks. There is a monster truck there. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, it's some kind of like, it's it's the advert for like a, a mechanic for oh, a okay. mechanic place. But. You're in the middle of like nowhere. It's a tiny little place. We pull up at the only like CVS that's in there. And in the parking lot, there was a minivan with Chinese people speaking Chinese. So they're Chinese people. And they were busy counting all the things that they just bought. And we went in and there was nothing. 
okay? They are literally driving around these parallel traders because that's their job. People seem mm. to you seem to think that I have a, a kind of a, a problem with these guys. I do have a problem with them. But it's people that are on student visas and tourist visas, and it's their job. They're working. What they do is they drive around and buy essential things that China lacks mm. or things that they know they can sell in China at yeah. a profit. And that's what they do. So they see this is a great opportunity. So they're very motivated, and they go and buy everything. They will spend the whole day while you're at work doing your nine-to-five job. That's what they're doing nine-to-five. Right. This isn't like a new thing. So yeah. like when I was in Japan, I saw a bunch of students, mm. student visa Chinese girls, wiping the shelves out of makeup and beauty products sure. so they can make money and that's whatever they go whatever. to that donkey donkey Don- yeah donkey literally saw a woman yeah. there was like like yeah. lipstick she had a bag all in there every saw, single last one i saw some like bo- chinese boomers get into altercations with the staff because they were they don't speak the same language sure, obviously sure. and the japanese man that was staff at the place he's speaking english mm. but these like Potbelly dude, sure, you know, sure. cigarette dude. Yeah, yeah. He's like screaming, Tony Ma. They're pushing him out of the shop because they were trying to buy everything. Right, right. You know, right. nothing for locals. And that was, I believe that was milk powder. Right, right. So, anyway, anyway that's the thing. Um, I was just, I'm, I'm really disgusted by this whole situation. And guess what? Now we can't buy masks and we can't buy what we need because they're all in China right now. Thankfully, we prepared early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ran Nors says, love your broadcast. All three channels. Keep it up. Stay healthy. Thanks. Very generous. Appreciate yep. it. Uh, Beyond the Pale. Stay awesome with the double exclamation point. Thank you. Uh, Henry Walker. Salvini for PM of Italy. Fran Fraser Anning for Australian Prime Minister. I'm sorry. I don't know who those people Neither are. Neither do I. I'm sorry. But yeah. I'll look into it. Carport Carl. Thank you. Laser. Oh, you stupid. <laughs> We're not talking chat. to you, Laser. No, no, no. It's this <laughs> chat thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, laser, you're not stupid. The U.S. government is taking heat for calling this the Chinese virus, ignoring the U.S. government's motivation. How much do you think Beijing is fanning the flames of a backlash? I mean, it's all made. This whole yeah. backlash was created in China. I mean, you saw yourself the official tweets from the Chinese spokespeople calling it the Wuhan coronavirus, I mean, novel coronavirus. Calling it the Chinese virus is maybe a little bit on the nose, but we should have stuck with the original name that the CCP created, the yeah. Wuhan coronavirus. That's yeah. what it is. I call it the Wuhan virus. Yeah. Because What's wrong with that? Yeah, you can't you can't invent something, right? You can't go. Oh, my name's Matt, right? Mm. And then someone's like, "Hi, Matt." I'm like, "That's call me C milk." What's wrong with you? Sure, you know sure. it's bullshit. Yeah, Tommy Free. Hi, Winston. Have a beer on me. Uh, Thank met you. you in San Francisco during a sub dinner meetup. That's nice, Mister. In uh, oh yeah, fantastic. So right. Salute your work and C milk. Thank you. Appreciate I remember that we went to the Ripley's. Believe it or not. Um, Museum on top of that's the uh, Applebee's. I was, oh, doing, yeah, I was yeah. doing Applebee's for that's all my right. sub meetups. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, Dion yeah. Chapman, I sent more to Law 86 via Facebook uh, with more Sky News stuff. Cool. Cool. Uh, Caged Lady. Stay, uh, it's a very apt name. Okay, Hashtag yeah. relevant username. Sure. Uh, stay awesome. No more political correct speech. You've saved a lot of lives. Thank you. Yeah. I it's really enough is enough, it. you know. Um, I won't read the next one, but it's, it's just hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with it, but if you saw the original video, it's it's, it's funny. It's yeah. uh, Gemini is forty eight in New Zealand. We're not allowed to drive out of our area uh, to go for a walk in the country or the beach. Must stay local. Don't understand why a car is your bubble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they're they're taking extra precautions, which is good. Mm. Um, and you don't want to be putting anyone at risk. No. So it I is think... fundamentally like against Western democracy to restrict movement. I know, but you know. But yeah, I understand. I I do appreciate the fact that people are self isolating. Yeah. 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 Riffla zero zero being married to Chinese became challenging. Hashtag me too. Um, mm, no, 
not you know that's the thing Ch china and its stupid policies we're talking about the government mm. doesn't reflect on the chinese people mm -hmm. themselves mm. so you know for instance we both love our chinese wives and we get along well with our chinese wives and you know it's it's a person to person thing we're not governments you know no <laughs> i fleece yeah when i look in the mirror yeah uh andrew i read some articles that say china might have an advantage economically since they're coming out of the pandemic first thoughts stuff to say I, I'm still claiming second outbreak. Sure. And I think the damage to the economy is probably way worse than we'll ever know. Yeah, you for know? sure. And also don't forget that the majority of um, the people who buy from China aren't going to be buying right now. You're going to watch a decoupling. Yeah. You know, I mean, economically. while everyone's sitting at home stuck in their rooms or whatever it is, they're not going to be thinking about buying the next... <laughs> Let's cheap, go buy. cheap piece of furniture or right, something. Right, They're not going to be ruminating about the new office they're going to open up in Shanghai. Or the new cheap Bluetooth speaker or whatever it is. <laughs> the Bluetooth the is ready to pair. Yeah. Yep. If you guys have ever had a Bluetooth device from, from China, China, it's hilarious. Yeah. We actually did that on uh, Worthless Whips. Yeah, we, we, we put a little thing about Bluetooth stuff. You can check it out if you haven't already. Uh, Dustin Pearson. Hey, guys. Hey, Dustin. Uh, finally back after two months here. Con contribution to everyone is huge. And you are... Uh, two of the few giving a balanced true view of everything oh. everyone support them on patreon uh, thank you for giving us the news we don't get thanks us and it's thanks. good to see you back yeah and we thanks for coming to our premiere yeah um you know for conquering northern china when we had it in la and the sub meetup yep uh mark jackson love your stuff is it true that chinese are averse to number four <laughs> yeah. yes and april 4th has got to celebrate like friday the 13th you guys should do a show uh celebrating if so and thank you for your four 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 absolutely you don't even get fourth floors no. um in guangdong L little actually in most of china sure if you go in an elevator you'll mm -hmm. see one two three a three a B, yeah three a uh and then five six seven eight nine ten. yeah um and the funny thing is, is the reason that is, if you guys don't know your Chinese numbers, is the number four sounds like death, which yeah. is as well. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Matthew Nugent with $20, thank mm -hmm. you. Julian here. Whoa, my goodness gracious, sorry. Uh, keep at it. I run a snow bike dual sport rental company in northern BC, Canada. Love to have you guys out when life stabilizes. Google us. We're called BC Snow and Dirt. Fantastic. Sounds like fun. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Green Veggie Machine. Hope these dollars help. I've been torn between China or Japan for a place to move or work, but I think this pandemic is a decision. Well, you wouldn't be able to go to China anyway. Yeah. Look, honestly, um, I, I have to say something. You know, a lot of people are going to say, because, you know, when I was in Japan, you notice if you go to some certain areas, little bars and little clubs and stuff will say no foreigners allowed mm. on that, right? And it's it sucks. Mm. But in general, um, you find a very polite society mm. and it's, it's much more accepting. For instance, I know people who actually are proper Japanese permanent residents who are married there. You get citizenship. Yeah, and you can't do that in China. So no. there's a proper path. No. Also... When's the last time you've seen a Japanese person jumping up and down crying racism? They don't do it because it's just not it's just not the way. But you see that they when, know the with, way. Yeah, they know the way. But you see that in China. Look, Japan's quite honestly, if you're thinking of long term, and trust me, fourteen and a half years trying to make my way in China and never being accepted as anything other than just a little tourist foreigner, basically. You want to go to Japan because I've got friends that actually went to Japan after I went to China. Uh, one of my friends, Dark, mm. who is in some of my videos, I think he moved to Japan something like four years after I'd moved to China. He now has permanent residence there. He's got a Japanese passport. You know, he's got a Japanese wife. So he has every right that a Japanese citizen has. 
you know, uh, and it's something that is unobtainable in China. Mm, unobtainium. Yeah. I mirror that sentiment. That's not to say living in Japan will have its difficulties. It is definitely an exclusionary society, mm, mm. but in a different way than China. Whoops. Sorry. We're no back. one's gonna. No one's gonna be a dick to your face. No. And the the framework is there yeah. to become normal. Yeah. Um, Jill Sandwich, thank you both so much. Sorry if it's not much. It doesn't matter, it's, Jill. We appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. Every every little piece of anything that you guys have uh, thrown our way is absolutely appreciated. Thank yeah. you. Uh, L. E. Munoz, NTD mm. News reported that 21 million cell phone accounts were closed in China these past few months. Thoughts? Someone didn't watch my video. Go watch Seamilk uh, Lao86's video yesterday. He spoke about that. Yeah. The whole video is about it. Uh, yeah. L. F. Whitworth, I work for a distributor of cleaning and office supplies. There were days when the only calls we had were for masks and sanitizer. Makes sense. Makes total sense. Uh, Trumple Stiltskin, my man. It's called the China virus. <laughs> I give it China. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm going to call it Wuhan coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, I think Wuhan virus is more correct. But look, um, if you want to call it the China virus or the Chinese virus, we're talking about the nation, not the people. Yeah, that's, Please, that's, 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 that's kind of where I draw the line. I agree. China as a nation, like the actual country, we can say, but I wouldn't say, yeah, it's the Wuhan coronavirus. But if I'm going to call it the Chinese virus, it doesn't mean China, like as in a, there's a Chinese person, he has a virus. I mean, it comes from the country, China, mm. you know, and you got to draw that line. And I'm, I'm going to put this out here. And we've spoken about this before, but Chinese people from mainland China call themselves Zhongguoren. And that means you are a Chinese mainland Chinese citizen. However, Chinese people, sorry, yeah. what? Just as, you sound like the, the Trump voice. Chinese. <laughs> Chinese, Chinese. Chinese people, ethnically Chinese people, are called Huaren. Mm-hmm. And that includes anyone of a Chinese ethnicity. So Singaporeans, Hong Kongese people, Chinese. Taiwanese people, etc., etc. And that's the differentiator mm. here, is that if you say the Chinese virus, you're not saying the Huaren virus, no, no, you're no. saying the Zhongguo, Zhongguo yeah, virus. Not, not Zhongguo, Ren, just Zhongguo virus. The Middle Kingdom virus. Right. Okay. Right. Hope we cleared that up. Yes. But it's the Wuhan coronavirus. Yeah, Wuhan uh, coronavirus. Rubik's Ninja. You indirectly saved me. I'm not rich. I sold all my stocks before the crash. Was able to buy a house before the landlord kicked us out due to C19. Oh, wow. Lucky. Fantastic. And that's awesome. Sedaz. Mm. Uh, I don't even know what currency this is. This is a new one. With your, with your history of documentaries, have you thought about making a new one, the current situation, misinformed in misinformation in China? That's an interesting thought. Yeah, we might do so. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to. We're, we're quite busy with like 8 billion channels that we run, but yeah. I think we've bitten off t- too much, but whatever. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll manage. Thank you. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Uh, Mike Huter, thank you. Appreciate it, Mike. Great show and videos this week, guys. Thank, thank you. you so much, Mike. Yeah, Janine, can I get some advices for the stock market? I started investing in oil stock due to the cheapest oil virus. We are not investors. Um, We're the first people to say that we are not investors. Sorry. I'm going to tell you at least my own story Mm. is I went to the bank here. um, And, you know, when you have a bank account in America, you get phone calls from like these bank investor manager guys. Mm. And they're like, come in, let's talk about your wealth portfolio or whatever. You know, I'm like, what are you talking about? I got like a just a pittance of money (laughs) in there or whatever. Yeah, tuppence of change. And he's like, and they sit you down and like, yes, you know, we can invest your money in these like low risk stocks and all this. And I actually said to him, listen, I was in China when the big stock market crash happened back in whatever it was, 2015 or something, 14. I can't remember even now. It's a long time ago. And I said, look, I don't 
play the stock market because to me it's like gambling you never really know what's going to happen you could lose it all and i've seen it happen he's like no 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 it's not like that these low risk things we can make your money work for all that kind of crap anyway after the stock market recently crashed i went back into the bank so i could deposit a check and the guy was there and you know the same manager and i was just talking to him and he's like I was like, how's it going with the stock market? He's like, well, the phones are off the hook. You know, <laughs> people are saying like, what's wrong right. with my, what's happening with my investment? And I said, yeah, well, you know, it's kind of what I was talking about. He's like, no, no, no. You see, if you're smart, you'll think about how you can make your money work for you. So and his commission's like in yeah, the toilet. Yeah, you can, you can buy now when the stocks are low and, you know, then it's going to work for you and it's going to get better. It's definitely coming back and stuff. And eh, I don't know, man, like stock market, it is gambling. You may as well just go to Vegas and throw your chips down, you know? That's how I feel. I know many people disagree with me. I politely disagree. It's how the world economy works. But if it's up to you whether you want to play with that or not, and I don't, I personally don't. Yeah, you know, you know, something will make you cry. Um, ah. Someone, someone sent me uh, what the gas prices in Oklahoma are. It's ninety nine cents a gallon. That's crazy. <laughs> I know, because here in California we pay like four dollars a gallon. Yeah, I know it's, it's, it's two, gone down it's two something now. Yeah, since now that's it's, a treat for us. Yeah, it's Arizona prices. Not like we can go out and use it though. This is very true. Mm. Yeah, gonna have Sorry. a gas party. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Radonk, it's been fun cooking at home a lot. Also, mm. bonus points for cooking with what's on hand and being creative. Good for everyone. Yeah, I agree. I've been doing it every day after work, whipping up stuff. Yeah, I remember when I was in South Africa and I was poor and I used to just, all I had was toast. And you told me the story. This is so depressing. I had, I, well, I had bread, I had butter, and I had like a spice rack. Because, you know, during the good months, you'll go buy like different spices. But, you know, it's like spice. So I'd cook toast and then you put butter and it melts and then you'd like add a random spice. So you could have different spice toast. What was that, your favorite? Uh, aromat. Mm. Do you know aromat? Yeah, I don't know why you like that. I, I don't toast. actually. Oh. Yeah, it was aromat in melted butter on toast oh okay yeah it's pretty good i guess you probably start with the good i'm sorry this is really sad. <laughs> you probably start with the yeah. good stuff like garlic butter so garlic salt seasoned salt right yeah. then you move down to mixed like, garden herbs right usually pretty italian good. seasoning yeah yeah, yeah then you start moving down you're like it cream of tartar <laughs> yeah, whatever is baking soda salt actually salt, salt is the, the salt. worst it's just salt with butter on toast so yeah i mean if you're really <laughs> desperate yeah good advice yeah i've been using the instant pot a lot it's super convenient oh you mean like a pressure cooker yeah the pressure cooker okay it's awesome so easy there's like buttons on it cool not a sponsor Corey brooks uh, trudeau sent 16 tons of ppe to china in february now there's shortage of supplies in canada i guess if china will repay a favor I mean, it's hard to tell. I know that China definitely, to try and boost its image, will be um, doing a lot of altruistic type things. Yeah, but they're still, a lot of these countries are still paying for those supplies. Yeah, they still have to pay yeah. for them, yeah. Um, also, don't forget that during the whole Great Leap Backwards and the cultural devolution, when people were starving in China, literally starving, China was still sending aid to Africa to just keep its international Ex and exporting its rice to the soviet union yes when they had nothing to eat uh, so you can't just the same government yes yeah, it is the same government so just keep that in mind Kamak, if chinese knew the truth about uyghurs and the camps in xinjiang would they even care or do anything about it a lot there has been a lot of discussion on weibo and stuff mm -hmm. about it and the vast majority don't care because they don't see xinjiang people as equals they don't see them they say yes they're citizens of china but not 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 like han people it's it's tough Watch my video tomorrow um, about racism. It might shed some light. Nicholas Gao, fist bump. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Satchmo Dog, if you ever make a trip across southeast Wisconsin or northeast Illinois, CCP USA, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, beer is on me. Great content. Thank you for the perspective on everything the U.S. media hides because of its business interests with their sponsors. That's our job. Excellent. Thank, thank you. you. Danny Squash- Squashy. Thank you. Uh, Shayrock Shishia. Uh, y'all doing God's work. Keep it up. Love from Hawaii. Nice. Mm-hmm. We'll have to go what to do Hawaii. you say? Aloha? Aloha? Aloha. 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 808 postcode. 808. He's, you know what? I really love Magnum P.I. when I was growing up. And it's always like this idealic Hawaiian oh, thing. What, talk, I'm, it's born in 1980. I know. But Magnum P.I. is <laughs> awesome. He has a Ferrari. No, I know. But and, I like saw Grandpa watching And that. Higgins is like really cool. Anyway, no, yeah. never mind. We are six years apart. Yeah, that's true. Sounds so. like 60. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll have to go to Hawaii at some point. Mm. Um, oh, my Lord Almighty YouTube. you got to fix mm. this. Done. Don't worry. We're almost we're almost at the end of the chats, guys. I mean, the questions. Yue Janine, mm-hmm. uh, pray for all the foreigners in China to stay safe and healthy. Pray for China to change its mind and lifting the ban on people's travel. Yes, agreed. I think it's it's in such poor taste, and it really shows the true color of the Chinese government yeah. and their yeah. agenda uh-huh. uh, for them to do something as hard. After already as this. criticizing anyone else yeah. for doing something remotely similar. Yeah, like that's that's the Chinese government government for you. Yep. They will punch you in the face at the same time, scream, why are you punching me? Right, right. Mm. Sammy Long Alto, what is half Chinese called? Huan Shui. Yeah. Which means... Huan Shui. Huan Shui, sorry. Mm. Huan Shui, what am I saying? Change um, the water. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I knew someone in China that would call it a zhajong, which mm. means a, like a, a mutt or a bastard. But you do get, you know, the normal ones, Huan Shui, which means mixed blood. Yeah, it's usually... And it's always seen as positive. Yeah. Like, literally... It's kind of weird because of all the, the kind of, I don't know, discrimination and, and xenophobic vi- vibes you pick up. That doesn't apply to mixed children because actually mixed children are usually seen as being Chinese. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, it's very strange. However, you're talking about a white mix. Yeah, that's true. If it's a mix with a black person or something, usually it's not not a pretty sign. No. I mean, we, it's it's when I say not a, when I say not a pretty <laughs> sign. I'm not talking about the kid, by the way. I'm talking about the reaction the of the public. Yeah, uh, Matt, to you. New Zealand was put on lockdown two days ago. Thank you, mm-hmm. Tomato Gal. Thanks, TKO eighty six. Cool. Thanks, Tomato Gal again. Thank you, Jordan Lackermore. The numbers in China don't add up. Less cases than America after a three month cover up. Signed the petition to remove the WHO head. But thank I you. Already signed it. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. I put that out on my Instagram and and Facebook. There is a petition to get. Mr. Tedros, the um, horrible sellout who has put the world in danger, removed as the head of the WHO. You can find it on change.org. Mm-hmm. Please go and sign it. It's got over half a million uh, signatures. Dr. Chortle. Mm. Uh, thanks, guys. I've had a few months uh, worth of pr- provisions. Thanks to you and Tim Pool. By the way, you guys were mentioning the show last week. Yes, I've emailed them. Oh, nice. I haven't gotten the second reply back yet, so I'm waiting for that. Uh, riff blah blah. Mm-hmm. Double O. This stupid... Oh, Tawny Masher qualified me for a special treatment at a security check at Beijing Airport. But, <laughs> but a lot of smiley faces on the plane. That's your merch, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, it's fun. Yep. Most people will think it's hilarious. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. Dion Chapman, Australia is looking at special rules, can't come back and buy the businesses that are struggling. That oh, sucks. okay. No, he's like, can't come back and buy the businesses that are struggling. Mm. Oh, maybe that means uh, that that um, Chinese companies won't be able to buy up oh, struggling businesses in Australia. That makes sense because mm. I feel like that's 
probably going to happen yeah. is right now that everything's kind of under lockdown and stuff. A lot of businesses are going to go under or struggle. And then the Chinese investors will come straight in and buy up more businesses. It's a bit worrying. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like they might not allow that. We'll see. Let's keep an eye on because Australia really is a very good uh, benchmark mm. for what China's plans are for the rest of the Western world. Yeah, they're way ahead of schedule, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, New Zealand too. Yeah. Woodcock. Uh, what are some of the best sites for... Don't laugh at Woodcock. It's a real name. Mm. I had a friend named Daniel Woodcock. Mm. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> what are some of the best sites for teaching English? Um, sorry, we're in our 30s, I promise. What are some of the best sites for teaching English online? I just got laid off and need some income. Great, right. helpful videos. Thanks. There was one... CCV VIP. Yeah, that's right. That, that's the one that I can only remember. Right. Um, I do have some friends who are doing it. And... You know, especially now that foreigners are not going to be allowed in, I think the market's going to boom. Probably going to make more money too. Yeah. So just look into CCV VIP. And if not that, just look for Teach English Online. You'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. We can't give you more. And uh, sorry for having to laugh at your name, but yeah. uh, it's, it's good. You've, you've, lightened, you've lightened our day. Yes. Um, I, I used to work with a guy. It would be guy, a terrible ailment. I, I used to work with a guy whose surname was, it's spelled H-O-A-R-E. But it's pronounced Hor. One of my best friends mm -hmm. in China, yeah. his last name was Hor. And I, I always asked him, like, wouldn't you want to just change that? Like, because you, when you introduce yourself, you get to choose how people pronounce your surname. I'd be like Huare yes. or something, you know? Yes. But he was like, I'm Mr. Hor. And you're like, okay, how's Mrs. Hor? It was just funny to hear. And the, the little whore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Come here, you wee little horse. <laughs> anyway. Um, a wee anyway. bird. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, we've been, uh, anyway, when I would hear him mm -hmm. go into his classroom, yeah. all the little kids, Mr. Whore. And it's just like, oh my God. Anyway, uh, sorry. He yeah. owned it then. Okay. Uh, Rascal Boy, keep exposing the CCP. We will do until they murder us. Uh, Kenneth <laughs> Chalupa. Don't give them that idea. <laughs> like they can't yeah, figure that out. Exactly. Uh, Kenneth Chalupa, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. uh, let me see if you actually, oh, as a half- uh, Vietnamese half white person people think I'm Mexican live in Texas law I've actually heard that quite a bit yeah especially if we get a tan yeah you know yeah, yeah. anyway uh, we're about done here yes we are thank you very much for watching us guys um, this this is an important episode because of you know these new revelations we will be keeping a very close eye as usual on what's going on in China so we'll be bringing you the latest news through all of our channels please you know you especially everyone who's just given us a super chat realize that you're the reason we can continue yeah. and anyone who supports us on patreon thank you so much because we have been demonetized now for two months completely demonetized across all, the board all of our channels and uh we've reached a point where we've just given up and we've given up on earning money through the usual youtube monetization mm. because we have a choice in front of us we either completely shut up about the, the Wuhan virus and shut up about the controversial things happening in China and make videos about food and sunshine and rainbows or whatever. Or we continue to bring you the, the, the insight that we have and the latest news that we get our hands on. So we've decided that it's more important for us to stick to our morals mm -hmm. in this situation. And so you will not see us stopping. Nope. And it's you guys who are keeping us going. So thank you. Thank you for giving us the inspiration to double down. We appreciate your support. Absolutely. All right. I guess we'll see you guys tomorrow on your channel, Wednesday yes. on my channel, Monday on ADB China. Of course. And uh, next, next Thursday on ADB Podcast. Perfect. 
Guys, have a wonderful evening uh, wherever you are. Stay safe and keep the virus at bay. Mm -hmm. And until next time, you know the drill. As always, stay awesome. And I'm not going to cut my...